Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. I am your host, Natalina. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so excited to have you here where we can serve you and stand alongside your journey to becoming your best self. Super excited. Today, we're going to be speaking with Catherine Orr. She's an award-winning business and PR strategist, and she's the founder of The Artist Entrepreneur. She counsels professional visual artists and creative entrepreneurs who want to build a sustainable business and career. Currently, she has clients in 15 countries, and she loves teaching aspiring artists how to go pro in the art world. Super excited to talk with her today, so rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Catherine, thank you so much for joining us here on the Rise Up For You podcast. It's an honor to have you on our show today. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited to be chatting with you. So we always like to start off the episode by letting the audience get to know our guest. Um, And I always like to hear about our guests in their own words. So if you can, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're currently doing. Okay, so I'm, uh, what can I say? There's so many things. So professionally, I'm a business and PR strategist for artists and creative entrepreneurs. I live in Canada. I'm French-Canadian. I'm a mother of two, and I'm very passionate about helping artists bridge the gap and become savvy entrepreneurs. Okay, so tell us a little bit about how, because we always like to ask about the journey because we think that that's important and relatable. Tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are today. You know, how did you get to, the, to this place of working with entrepreneurs and what's the kind of, what's the path that led you here? Well, it all started when I was in college, and my biggest dream was to study art history, and I was already taking art history classes, and when I decided to major in art history, I was really excited to announce the news to my favorite teacher, and he told me, don't go in the arts, you'll never make money, I don't even have tenure as a teacher, please listen to me as if I was your your father, you're like my daughter, you have so much potential go do marketing or something like that. So, uh, obviously, that caught me off guard because I was hoping for a had a girl, but that's not what happened. And um, so I did what he said. I went to study PR and marketing, and I started my uh, career as a um, PR manager in um, multinational corporations. And I did that for a few years. I uh, won the corporate ladder, and I was super miserable. So uh, at some point, I realized, you know, I can't be doing this all my life because I'm going to have a horrible life because I hate how I spend my days. And I shouldn't wait until I have, you know, children and, you know, so much (laughs) overhead that I can't move away from this obligation because I'm seeing so many people who were miserable in their lives, but they were stuck in their jobs. So I made a plan. I applied to go study the business of art and art history at Christie's in Europe. And eventually I quit my job, sold my house, um, 
and uh, moved to Europe to study the um, history of art, the business of art. And I fell in love with the city. I fell in love with the subject. And uh, once the program was over, I started working art galleries. And eventually, after really getting a good understanding of how the art market operates and um, how to sell art, I started helping artists uh, build their brand, understand how the market works, how they can sell their art in a authentic and aligned with their integrity. And um, that's what led me to uh, create the Artist Entrepreneur, which is uh, my consulting agency where we help artists uh, create sustainable businesses. Okay, so I really love what you're doing because I come from an art background, but a performing arts background, so not... not um, not like the traditional artist or digital art. Um, but something that's really important that I kind of hear you saying is that you help artists sell their work, put themselves out there as a brand without losing their, I guess, integrity as a creative, as an artist, which can be very challenging sometimes for artists, for people that are more right brain. Because it's all about, you know, building relationships, listening, understanding what others are telling you, and just creating that emotional connection between you, that other person, and what it is that you have to offer, right? And once you understand that, then all the sleaziness or pushiness that people are worried about when they're selling, if you become authentic and if you just treat people the way you'd like to be treated, right, then it all comes together and actually you're more successful because the sleazy, pushy method can work once or twice, but, but it's not sustainable. We both know that, right? Right. And, and I think that that, I think, I mean, I think you nailed it on the head. It's like really defining or redefining what it means to sell, you know? And I think I always like to think, cause I, I also had a, a hard time with this in the beginning, but really recognizing it's not about selling, but more about sharing. And I think that's a good term for artists to use as well as like, how do you share the work that you've done in a way that can provide value for others as well? Um, but I, I think you really nailed it. It's it's really just redefining that talk or what it means to sell. Because like you said, we associate it with more derogatory terms or, you know, values that are sleazy opposed to just sharing and providing value. Exactly. And I love that you said, you know, selling is sharing. I also like to say that selling is serving, right? Personally, and I think it's also a mindset thing because personally, I enjoy selling. I love talking to people. I love sharing what I do. And I love hearing about what other people are doing. Um, most people that I hear that have a difficulty about selling is because they also have a difficulty being sold. Ah, right. Uh -huh, so uh -huh. the minute somebody tries to sell them something, they get defensive. They're upset. And, and, oh, they're trying to kind of, you know, I don't, yeah, it's, it's just like, there's only bad words that I'm thinking right now that I don't want to use right. here, but you know what I mean, right? People are trying to, hmm. So when that's how you feel about selling, obviously, when you're asked to sell yourself, you identify with that. So the first thing I suggest to artists when you start talking about selling is instead of focusing about on bad sales experience that you've had in the past, why don't you focus on good ones? And usually good ones, you don't even realize that someone is trying to sell you something. They're just trying to make sure 
that you're happy, you're comfortable, you had what you asked for, that your questions are answered, that you know you're com you're feeling comfortable and in a place where um, you're safe to ask whatever you want to ask or buy whatever you want to buy, right? So when you start shifting your mindset and looking outside for proof that there are people who sell with integrity and pride, right? Then you can learn from them and see how that could fit in in your own um, sales personality, right? Because the minute you try to, to try to be somebody else, right? Because you're seeing, oh, selling means that I need to be pushy or this or that, then you're out of integrity and it's never going to work for you anyway, right? So look for positive um, proof around you of experiences that you had, that you had great self-conversations or great connections with people and see how you can learn from that to create your own uh, selling personality. What's one of the, um, you know, when you're working with your clients, what's one of the main struggles that you that you see with them that, um, you know, maybe that's an obstacle that's in their mind or things? Um, I mean, obviously the selling component, but is there anything else like how to brand themselves properly? I'm just curious as to when you're working with your clients, what you see most common. I think that the umbrella of, you know, having difficulty sharing their message, selling, marketing, branding I think it all comes from um, a, a lot of artists, but I would say a lot of entrepreneurs too have an, an, the imposter syndrome, right? They think they're not good enough. Who am I to think that I can sell this for this price? Or who am I to think that I'm a professional, right? So there's this imposter syndrome and this negative self-talk, right, around who am I to think that I can do this? So you know what? I'm going to... I'm not going to let anybody um, judge me. I'm just not going to show up. That way I'm going to avoid, I'm going to avoid any comment or judgment or what other people might think, right? And that's keeping them from branding themselves properly uh, and anyway, and marketing themselves and just showing up uh, to sell their work because, you know, showing your art, like you're an artist too, so you can, you know this, like. It, it requires a lot of courage, right? It's like yeah. you've got this in you, and now you're just putting yourself out there for everyone to criticize, comment, pass judgment. So obviously, it's easier to just not show up. That way, you're immune to criticism. So that imposter syndrome and worrying about what other people might think is probably the biggest block to putting your work out there and reaping the benefits and, and growing your career. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I love that. I love that you, I love that you brought up the imposter syndrome because you know, many people struggle with it, whether you're an artist or not. I think that that's a, a really pivotal point. Um, so what, I mean, I guess what's the first step that you would say to, to just get yourself out there and to share your message? Where do you even start? Well, I think the first thing is to just first get clear on what is it that you want to communicate, right? What is it, like all artists, there's a reason why they do what they do, and there's an impact that they want to create in the world, right? Because that's why you're creating the work, right? Because there's a message, there's something bigger than you. 
all artists I work with, I ask them, like, if you weren't going to make another dime in your life from your art, would you stop creating? And all of them tell me no, right? Every, all artists will create one way or the other. So it's getting really clear on what the why behind it, what's the message, what the story is, and then not worrying too much about all of it being perfect and polished, but just starting to share that story to see how it resonates with people, who it resonates with, right? And how can you start conversation and dialogue around your work? Because if people don't get your work, if they don't see it, if they don't get it, if they don't connect with it on an emotional level, right? And with you, um, there's no way they can buy it, right? So you, the first thing you need to do is start, you know, just testing your message, putting it out there and see who uh, you can connect with to get uh, some feedback on it. Yeah, absolutely. And once you are at that point where, you know, you get to share or sell, do you have any, I mean, it's hard to say like tips or strategies, but is there anything that can make it more comfortable? Because I think sometimes it can be uncomfortable for people, which is obviously one of the main things that we're talking about here today. But you know, when people, for example, say, tell me about yourself and what you do, there's an automatic like, ugh, you know, like we choke up and we're like, oh God, how do I say what do I do? And what do I, and what, and all these things start to happen in our head. So just curious from your point of view, what are some things that we can do to just make that process a little bit more comfortable so that we can get our message across properly? The best way to put your, make yourself comfortable is to put yourself in uncomfortable situations as much as possible. Okay. So people resonate with your message ask them to go out for coffee and have you know a chat with them and ask them why they love your art and you know just go out there meet people and the more you're going to meet people the more because what I hear like I went to this event I froze and then what well then nothing like I didn't go to any well obviously like the first one is always going to be awful like was your first kiss a great kiss <laughs> my first kiss was awful but like now it's pretty great right so uh it's all about not letting or I hear like oh I posted something on Facebook and uh I didn't sell anything or did so what like you need to you kind of need to um, create some distance, not take things so personally, and be a little more persistent and follow through, right? So if you're not following through, uh, you know, you read and you keep reading all those blogs around like, oh, how to make that perfect Facebook post. Well, okay, maybe you did craft the perfect Facebook post, but if you only crafted one, you're not going to create any impact right? It's the same way with your art. If you just create one artwork, you're not going to create impact in the world, right? So you just, first you need to commit to the process and then you need to show up and not let, you know, one or two or three situations that didn't really end up as you wanted stop you because the journey, um, we're thinking long-term, we want to build something that's sustainable and um, it's not going to happen through two Instagram story posts, right? It's going to be through building something where you build a dialogue and people connect with you. And you know what? People connect much more with vulnerability and you being real than, you know, perfectly uh, crafted posts 
that are just so out of um, that are so unrelatable that nobody will believe you, right? So I say just show up. My best tip is show up every day, no matter what, and don't let you know what fear or you know a situation get in the way of you following through. I love I love that you say show up because it's one of the things that we promote with Rise Up for you. It's you have to show up each and every day. I mean, if you want any result, even if it's one tiny step forward, you have to show up in order to make that step. So I love that we are on the same page with that. Um, this has been a really great conversation, and we, and we can dive into to it in so many different areas. But I'd love to jump into the power section, Catherine, and ask you, you know, what's one book that you've read that's contributed to your life and made a positive impact that you would recommend and share with us? Well, there's a lot that I could share, but one that's made a positive impact on me and on the artists that I've worked with is uh, Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way. Mm -hmm. And the reason I'm recommending this, although the people who are listening might not be all artists, uh, if you read this book, uh, she really talks about all the limiting belief, all that are everything that stops us from becoming who we truly want to be. And if you're not an artist, I still recommend that you read this book and just go through it and change. I read it once with like as it is, and then I read it again and I changed the word artist for entrepreneur. And trust me, it works. It's the same thing because we all go through the same ups and downs and the same questioning and the same um the same blocks, and um, this can really, really help you to be more creative and to push through that negative self-talk and the imposter syndrome that we talked about. And what's one quote that you live by? Oh, my God, a quote, a quote. <laughs> um, I, I uh, you know what? I, okay. The quote, I can't even tell you who it is. It's more of a mantra. Can I use a mantra? Yeah, of course. Can I have a quote? Yeah. Okay, so my mantra is everything always has, always is, and always will be perfect. Mm. So that, as a recovering worrier, I used to be a, I used to worry a lot. It used to take up a lot of my energy. And I've learned to kind of reprogram myself with this mantra, and it's um, changed my life. And if it can change the life of one person listening, I'd be more than happy. To I'm more than happy to share it. <laughs> and we always ask if you can leave the world with one final message. We call it our golden nugget. What would your golden nugget be to our audience? Uh, worrying never changed any situation. Okay, so never in our lives, like, was worrying helpful. Like, oh, you know what, Nada? Maybe if you worry a little more, you'll solve this problem, <laughs> right? So never. It's never happened in the history of, you know, humanity. So we all need to kind of relax and, you know, get some perspective uh, because everything is just going to happen as it should and we need to just trust the process and stop worrying so much because it's making us all sick. Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree with that. 
Catherine, thank you so much for joining us today. It's really been an honor to have you on the show. How do we learn more about you and, and your work and stay connected to you? Where can we follow you, your website? Uh, well, you can reach me on my website, theartistentrepreneur.com, or you can find me on Instagram. My handle is my uh, complete fame, Catherine Horaire. So you can find me on my website or on Instagram. That's where I hang out. Wonderful. And lastly, as you know, we are Rise Up For You. What does that phrase, Rise Up For You, mean when you hear it? What's your initial feeling? For me, it means uh, showing up for ourselves first. And I think that when you take care of yourself and you show up for yourself first, that's when uh, you're in a position to serve others and have greater impact uh, on the world. Wonderful. Catherine, thank you so much for joining us today. Such an honor to speak with you. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Thank you for joining us today on the Rise Up For You podcast series. We're here to serve you and inspire you to become your best self so that you can live a life that you are proud of. If you haven't already, head over to our website, riseupforyou.com, and explore through all that we have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe while you're there for exclusive materials sent to you weekly, and also subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and any other major podcast channel. Join us for our next episode, but until we meet again, rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater you tomorrow. Tomorrow.